Welcome to the Mums King Matter podcast, where we explore the multifaceted experiences of women and mothers and why it's vital to truly look after ourselves. As mothers, we are doing one of the most important and challenging jobs, raising the next generation. I'm your host, Lucy. I'm the birth recovery coach, coach for mums, perinatal specialist, personal trainer, yoga teacher, and matrescence coach, working with women to make sense of their motherhood experience. It is my desire to help mums like you step into your power and rise as the change makers that we are. Just because society doesn't acknowledge the value of what mothers do, it doesn't mean we can't value ourselves. In my spare time, I love hanging out with my beautiful daughter, reading and writing poetry, long walks in nature, and a good soul-nourishing dance. I want to talk about menstrual cycle awareness. And you might think, uh, well, if I'm a new mum, I don't have a period, so this is kind of pointless. But it's obviously helpful for when you do have your period come back. And this might be something that you haven't heard about or known about ever before. So first question I have for you is, are you aware of menstrual cycle awareness? And if so, do you practice it? Do you apply it to your life every day or whether it's perhaps particular weeks of the month? To go into a little bit of where I started with my menstrual cycle awareness journey, and I might call it MCA for short, I learned about it for the first time about six or seven years ago. I was living in Brighton at the time, and I remember one of my good friends, Helen, recommending a book to me called Love Your Lady Landscape by Lisa Lister. And that's the first book that I read that really talked about this kind of thing. And it was so amazing to hear about. And I was already like super open to practicing it and listening to my body and things. But once I'd read Lisa Lister's book, it was so helpful to learn how powerful our cycle can be to give us signals of what to do and what not to do. And the real benefits of working with the cycle and not just carrying on the same every day, every week of the month. So this is, I'm recording this now on Monday and I tried to record on Friday and Friday I was keen to try some recording and excited to sit and chat as I am now. It was day three of my period. It was day three of my bleed and I had a go at recording some episodes, talking about things I'm passionate about, talking about things that I have no problem talking about easily in a conversation. But for some reason, for one reason or another, I kept fluffing up each episode. So after about an hour of trying, I decided to just pack it in and I wasn't hard on myself. And I actually thought to myself, "It's, it's day three of your bleed. It's menstrual cycle week. Um, the menstruation week. And this isn't a time where the body is meant to be productive. You're meant to be resting, you're meant to be receiving. And obviously sometimes we have to get on with different things, but it's not exactly a time to be giving out and sharing lots. So I parked it, I left it a few days and now feels like a good time. So in case you aren't aware, in menstrual cycle awareness, in a winter is another name for the bleed. And then 
after that, it's inner spring. So I'm moving into inner spring now. So therefore have a little bit more energy and have a little bit more sort of cognitive uh, strength or making more sense, let's say. And so it feels good to be recording now. And I probably won't try and record on my period again. You know, sometimes obviously we have to push through and we have to get things done on a day or a week that isn't ideal to do with our cycle. But I have found in the last six or seven years since I've known about menstrual cycle awareness that it helps so, so much to practice in line with my cycle, in line with my body. And one of the things that I learned about menstrual cycle awareness ages ago was that if you rest during the week of your bleed, and your bleed may not be seven days long, you know, some people's are five. I I think a friend of mine said hers is three or four days. And mine is certainly very heavy for the first couple and then tapers off. So I tried to take it very, very restfully the first couple of days. But anyway, coming back to my point, if you rest during the bleed, then that energy that you have preserved really, really pays off for the rest of the month, which is so precious to know, especially as a mum, I feel, when your children may need lots from you, they may need more from you when you feel like you're unable to give. And I feel like if I have spent the week of my bleed doing more than I could, should, should is a word I try not to use too much, then I am a bit perhaps resentful because when we're empty, we can lead, we can give from a place of slight resentment. And so when I bank up that energy and really sort of, I call it cocoon and shut up shop and roll up the drawbridge and just rest when I can, then it really pays off and it feels great. And I don't think it's just placebo that I go, oh, I rested. I've got great energy now for the rest of the month. And if you have a baby or if you have children, I really do know that it can be very challenging to actually rest when we have our kids. And in case it helps to know, I'll explain what I do with my daughter. So my daughter's nine and she is able to rest with me and to really understand what I need. And it feels really, really lovely to share with her for when she is on her period and she may need to rest, that she remembers mummy rested. It's a good time to do that. It's a great time to honour what the body really needs. So yeah, it feels wonderful to practice it. It feels wonderful to really look after my body that way. I feel like my body thanks me as a result and my periods are not troublesome, perhaps because of the way I go about my days and my weeks and my month. And it feels really lovely to sort of lead by example or to influence perhaps Matilda with informing her where I am in my cycle. I will often say to her, it's the first day of my period and I need to rest. Um, I can picture sometimes I've picked her up from school and I've been quite low on energy and I've started my period and she's just come back from being with her dad. And I'm, I'll, I'll say to her, out of earshot of other people, of course, um, I'm going to take it easy if that's okay, sweetie. It's the first day of my period. And she really gets it. And I've actually written a poem about the moon cycle and why I need to rest. And it's an invitation for her to snuggle up with me. Um, yeah. I also want to talk about how if you're no longer bleeding, say 
some women might listen to this who are postmenopausal, it's still possible to apply cyclical living even if you're not bleeding. It's great to get to know when you are most productive or when you need to rest, when you are feeling a little bit more introverted and when you might feel like being a bit more sociable or whatever it may be. And in case it helps to share, my periods are absolutely fine. I'm very grateful to say, but ovulation can be quite uncomfortable for me. So it's very common for a lot of women and girls to not know much about their cycle and to not really know their body very well. And please know that I do not think that is your fault. We aren't taught it. So we have to be an advocate for ourselves to even go against the grain and maybe seem a little bit weird for wanting to find out more. You might listen to something and tell someone and they might say, oh, and I don't really care what other people think if I say I'm listening to a period, um, I'm listening to a podcast about witches or I'm listening to a podcast about periods and I'll say to someone, um, I'll share something about my cycle and they may take it well or they may not. I mean, I'm not going to share with like someone ancient who I don't really know who might be shocked, but, um, and I mean ancient in the most reverential way, by the way, I'm not cussing someone who's old because I love getting older personally and learning more about myself and the wisdom that we hold, (laughs) just digging myself out of a hole there. But yeah, so ovulation can be uncomfortable. So I just wanted to share that because it can be seen that the period, the bleed is the main time of the month that mainly cause pain and discomfort and um, certainly it's known for causing emotional upset and I've shared this before on my social media but I prefer to call PMT which is known as premenstrual tension as premenstrual truth because it is truth I have found it is always emotions that I may have pushed down consciously or subconsciously to come back to another time and they surface the same week each month. It's in the lead up to my bleed. So that is called inner autumn. And it's often something that I feel passionate about. And the reason I was able to find out that it was truth, as opposed to just me being dramatic for no good reason, which is the classic, you know, eye roll, oh, she's hormonal. Oh God, you know, and yeah, that's so invalidating and and not helpful. It's like saying to someone to calm down, which is so unhelpful. But yeah, the first time I realized it was truth was when um, one of my ex-partners said, I've been noting our arguments and they happen at the same time every month, trying to blame it on my period, trying to blame it on my cycle. And I was like, well, in my head, this is sure enough. These are real feelings and you're not being helpful and not listening. So they keep coming up and I keep being pushed down again by him. So yeah, it was my truth coming up and it was really powerful to be in that situation to realize that it was the truth surfacing. And so if different things come up that upset me, they're not just invalid um, of the moment, will be gone tomorrow kind of things. They're things that have been bugging me. They're things that have been in my system to process. So yeah, I hope that's helpful. So I can recommend a bunch of different things to help with menstrual cycle awareness. There are some great books out there. Code Red is one. 
um, Lisa Lister's work. I think that's, I think that might be by her actually. I read a great book, which gosh, I can't remember the name of now. How silly is that? But there's lots of brilliant books about menstrual cycle awareness. And I encourage you, if you're not into it already or onto it, to read up about it because it can really, really help to empower you to learn how to harness the power of your cycle and to not be a have your have someone roll their eyes at you. If they do, you know that they're just um, ignorant and, and the cycle holds such wisdom. And B, it can help you potentially to reduce the symptoms or the suffering that you may feel. I don't, because I'm not a specialist in this, I won't go into more detail. And I have gorgeous friends and connections and professionals who know more about how to help a woman and her monthly cycle. But I am sharing this because I have benefited so much from tuning into my body. And it feels like a real joy to follow my cycle and to welcome my bleed each month to to have reverence for the process that my body is going through and one thing I'd like to recommend before I go before I finish this episode is a podcast on BBC Sounds it's also on Spotify called 28-ish days later and it's with India Rackerson and it's fantastic And here is a poem I would love to share with you. Because poetry means a lot to me. I write poetry, I read it a lot, and I've chosen specific poems for each episode, so I hope you enjoy them. Here is a poem that I wrote, and it's called Moon Wisdom. I know you want to play, my love, but just now I need to rest. I hear that you need me, that's totally fine. Why not sit by my side in our nest? You see, I'm on my moon time now. Her wisdom says, go slow. In time, I'll explain it more, sweet one, and what you'll need to know. A heated blanket, herbal tea, good dark chocolate to nourish me. Gather the things that soothe your soul and make you feel at ease. See, periods are a sacred thing. There's no need to be ashamed. It's not dirty or something to hide, my doll, and should certainly not be a pain. Thank you for listening to the Mums King Matter podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love to hear from you. You can find me at The Birth Recovery Coach on social media or contact me via my website. The link is in the show notes. In the meantime, if you'd like to know more about my coaching offering, hop onto my website and book a free discovery call. Sending you love and peaceful wishes. Until next time, look after you.